My name is James Acaster, and you are listening to Keeping Up with NZ Comedy Podcast. With a motorbike. With a motorbike in the background and bells and some dickheads on an organ. listening to their KUWNZ podcast. I'm Ingrid Grenard. And I'm Ian Wright. Welcome to an archive episode. This is from 2013 New Zealand International Comedy Festival. So before they were freaking dangerous, bro, we spoke to Jermaine Ross and Pax Asadi. Um, and in 2013, Pax was a Billy T nominee and Jermaine had won the Raw Comedy Quest the year before. Um, so this is a great chat with them. And then sandwiched in the middle is a little interview with James Acaster. Hello. Hey. Oh, this is Jermaine saying hello. No, no, yeah, yeah. In- introduce yourselves and then go for it. Uh, my name is Jermaine Ross. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy, eh? Ah, yeah, that's funny. That's really funny. Um, Pax. Yeah, and I'm Jermaine. And yeah, this is what my voice sounds like. Okay, so we can distinguish who's who. Should we start with Pax? You have a show on this week, don't you? It starts on Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, Has it a name and uh, what should people expect? Um, Yeah, Tuesday 14th of May. Um, It's called Pax's Magic Carpet Ride. Um, And essentially, the reason I called it that is because... um, Oh, let's be honest, because I'm Middle Eastern. That's (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's why I called it that. But then also it kind of like... It kind of like depicts... Oh, it kind of sums up well what I want to do at my show, and that's um, take the audience on a journey of everything I've been thinking about for the last year or two years. So I talk about everything, my wife, my family, the world. No Aladdin? Is that no? There's, there's a couple of Aladdin references. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. You got to. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got to choose that title. Title, yeah, I have to. <laughs> I come out with a with a vest, actually, and no shirt underneath. <laughs> I do the whole show in a bit. You got a parrot, you have a parrot yeah. on your shoulder. No, it's a monkey, dude. No, 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 he's a parrot. Just name. He's a I parrot. Eleven. He's a parrot. I think it's a monkey. He's not a parrot. No, nah, I mean, First of all. A bit. No. Oh, wait, a parrot. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, because that's pirates, parrots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> Jermaine, we uh, obviously uh, your show's just finished. Yeah. What was it called and uh, what was it about? Did you have a parrot? Uh, no, there were no parrots. It was uh, it was called the Medium Rare Comedy Showcase, and it was basically uh, me and two because I won the Raw Comedy Quest last year. Not breaking, no big deal, whatever. <laughs> um, no, yeah, and so there were two other finalists in, in, in there with me that I was like, oh, these guys are great, and I really want to do a show with them. And so that's that's kind of what it was. And also invited um, a friend of mine to come and open for us. And uh, yeah, and so that's but it was like it was like a kind of a graduation kind of thing, I guess. To um, yeah, and and we're going to the raw uh, comedy quest tonight. Ingrid is a judge. You're you're a judge. You're a judge. Yeah. Oh what? I'm, we, I'm scared. Oh, is this the first time you're judging? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Because I, I was in it two years ago and I didn't win, so... <laughs> <laughs> so you <laughs> blame her. Yeah, yeah so this one got awkward real quick. Uh, no, but it's your so, first time, so that's okay. I that's have okay. nothing to do with it. Is that what's going to happen? People are going to judge me for judging. Yeah, yeah basically. Okay, I'm not, I'm not a judge. Okay, you're not a judge. Um, you told us an interesting thing about the Raw. You, th- you did it twice, didn't you? And you uh... Yeah, yeah. So I did it um, three years ago, the year before. Yeah, yeah, three years ago. And uh, I think I made the semi-final and then, like, just didn't make the final, just, like, didn't make the cut, wasn't good enough. And then, uh, yeah, and then two years after that, I gave it another jam and then 
apparently I was good enough so you <laughs> and obviously you said you made the point that Scott obviously uses you in his uh, lectures about comedy <laughs> uh, as a good as an example if you are rubbish uh, try try again <laughs> yeah yeah I think that, I think that's what he says he goes it's alright Jermaine didn't do very well the first time but eventually he won it and he persevered <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so you di- you didn't win, but so you're still bitter about that. Obviously, you won't. no, 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 I'm, <laughs> no, not at all. Like, yeah, people always ask me like, oh, do you wish you won, or do you think it was it was a bad decision? Nah, like the fact that I got to the finals was enough for me. Where was it that year? Um, where was the final? The, the final, yeah. Was it the um, the power station? No, chamber comedy. Oh, true. Uh, chamber and the town hall. Because yeah. that's the best thing I think of like if you make the final. Mm. You get to perform into a way to a way bigger crowd than you do just at the classic. Yeah, our final was like four hundred people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. And so the fact, like, when you make the final, um, you you instantly earn the respect of like Scott, who's the owner of the comedy club, and he now he now trusts you with gigs, and you can get gigs, and people know who you are to some level. So the fact that I made the final was enough, eh? and I was happy. <laughs> that was enough. I yeah. can build a career from yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> Stop crying. You can do it. <laughs> You're Billy T nominated this year, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm Billy T yeah. nominated. Yeah. So that just proves, kids, that if you don't win the, the Royal Comedy Quest, you can still be a Billy T nominee. <laughs> Me and Jermaine are great examples of yeah. perseverance. I'm not a Billy T. No. Oh, wait, yeah. I'm perseverance. I'm, 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 I'm perseverance. Yeah, yeah, that's what I am. I am too. I'm perseverance. Yeah, yeah. So have you got a choice? Uh, you you must know who's in the Royal Comedy Quest tonight. Is there one that stands out for you? Who would you pick as a winner? Uh, uh, I don't. I, I really don't want to pick someone. Yeah, because yeah, I feel really yeah, bad. Yeah. Listen to this. No, but there's there's quite a few that I've that I have seen. Like I've been to a couple of semis because I have a friend in it, and so I'll go, I'll go and support him. And I see a lot of the other guys, and it genuinely is. I'm like, man, if I was in it this year, like at the level I was last year, if I was in it, I'd just be like. Yeah, I don't know if I would win. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's really... Like, what, were there 80 people in mm. the Royal Comedy Quest oh. this year? Do you reckon, oh, do you reckon so it's getting many. stronger every year? Yeah, yeah, I think. Because just more people are entering, yeah. so... More people know. want to be comedians, eh? Yeah. No, definitely. I think the Billy T nominees, the uh, the quality's shot up. I can't... You All the nominees, I think, are really good, but is there anyone that stands out for you? Are you allowed to say? Will you get... Yeah, no. Um, I, like, to be honest, I really, really rate Tom Furness. I love all the other comics, and I think all the, like... To be nominated for ability, you have to be talented, and I think all of them are talented. Mm. Um, but I, I really love Tom Furness as a person and as a comedian. I think he's a great. I'm not into him as a person, but I think he's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's how I feel about Joseph Moore. So. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. I love Joseph. Moore. I love you, Joseph. <laughs> Is there anyone else at the festival uh, um, who's still to come that you recommend people should go check out? Well, I don't know because I haven't seen any, <laughs> anyone else. Um, I'm I'm keen to see all the Billy T shows. Mm. Like I'm real, I'm real. Like because I don't think you can even judge them until you see their one hour mm. show. Like you know, I've seen Pax do like seven, oh, well, fifteen minutes of the classic, and Pax will kill it. But I'm like, well, let's see what you're doing mm. an hour, brother. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Things change, eh? Yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. an hour, yeah. I think it's completely different. Yeah. yeah. Well, d- yeah. For the next week, I'm not going to be able to see any shows. I'm going to see a few here and there, but I'm pretty going to be pretty focused on my show. I'm oh, keen to see James Acaster. Like, oh man, yeah, I really yeah. want to see him. Apparently, he rocked the um, gala. Apparently, he smashed the gala. Yeah, so everyone's it. keen to see his show. And yeah, we, we he's actually- much talked about, and I think he was the New Zealand Herald's pick of the gala. Ooh. 
He was ours as well, one of ours. Yeah. Uh, but he... He was at uh, one of ours as he well. He did... Um, like, we were in on it. He did seven... We were talking to him last night, and he did seven minutes, mm. which was quite good, because they're kind of supposed to do four, and a few of them go over, so that was quite good for him that he got to do it, because his material kind of needs the time, because the pace of how he mm. tells his jokes. So it's not uh, enough of that. I'll tell you what. Uh, we interviewed him. Shall we uh, go to his interview now? And yeah, find let's, let's hear well, his interviews about us. Whatever. I'm leaving. I'm <laughs> leaving. Anyway, let's uh, hear what James Acaster had to say uh, when we met him in a very noisy. Where was it? Town hall. We held him hostage for about forty minutes and had to move locations three times. <laughs> noise. Uh, uh, listen out for the organ playing by some drunk people. <laughs> drunk men. <laughs> Rest assured, you're listening to Keeping Up With NZ Comedy Podcast, and my name's James Acaster. Right, should we start with your show? Has it a name, and uh, what should people expect? Uh, it's just called James Acaster here. Um, its actual name is Lawnmower, but um, it didn't get put on that, and that. But there's no reason for that, so it doesn't. <laughs> uh, that's that's not, not relevant, really. But, um, yeah, they should expect an hour of uh, low-key whimsy. Uh, from an angular young man. You just needed a title, and you thought, oh, I'll just be abstract. I like giving them titles that suit the show but don't really have anything to do with the content. Yeah. And I feel that a lot of the stuff in the show is... I'm talking about very trivial things, but I'm talking about them as if they're really important. And uh, I think the word lawnmower sa- <laughs> sounds hard-hitting, but when yeah. you realise what it actually is, it's pathetic. <laughs> and uh, and I, I think that sums up a lot of, a lot of my material. <laughs> Why are you holding a, is it a wooden or plastic duck in your poster? That is uh, a, I don't want to say an error, it's not an error, <laughs> but those are basically um, the comedy festival uh, used photos from my last show, uh, which featured a wooden duck in it halfway through. So I didn't know, they were, I mean, no, no one ran it by me, uh, but um, I didn't know they were using those photos. So they, they use those photos, because basically, I guess they must have been sent a variety of photos by uh, my agent, and he didn't think to say, by the way, if you're going to use one with a duck in, that hasn't, that's not in the show. So, uh, but I kind of like here how, like, yeah, there's a photo of me with a duck, and that's not going to be in the, in, 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 you know, in the show last year in Edinburgh and on tour. You know, there was me with the duck, people would come and see it, and then halfway through, I'd get the duck out. Ah, yeah, oh, there, there's that duck from the poster. <laughs> and ah, oh, that's what the duck's about. But uh, yeah, here they're going to be leaving going, where was there a duck? But just as, you know, when I do this show, in Edinburgh and stuff they're going to be leaving going why is it called lawnmower so you know <laughs> where's the lawnmower well I'm trying to push it so that we, it doesn't have to I mean like with music you can have something on an album cover or call the album whatever you want and it doesn't matter uh, and people don't go well it has to you know it's just about the spirit of the al- of the music and they're like oh yeah that kind of sums up the spirit but it's not got to be like you know a picture of what you sing about on the, al- on the record or whatever so I'm kind of going to try and do uh, yeah, I'm trying to do that for comedy. I'm trying to go. It doesn't matter. I can have a duck on the poster. Um, but you, you've got a musical background. Uh, yeah, I used to be in bands and stuff. Um, so that's probably why. Yeah, I'm obsessed with just kind of. Well, I used to get obsessed with just calling, naming songs and naming albums and whatever. And uh, when I was in a band, and it didn't have anything to do with you know what the song was about or anything like that. So I guess I've carried that on into <laughs> into comedy. So we uh, talk about your background. So how did you, were you first in bands and when did you make a decision to say, wait a minute, forget this lead singer or drummer, I'm going to go become a, I'm going to become a uh, stand-up comedian. 
Um, when when the last band I was in stopped, I was like, I don't, I can't form another. I've formed so many bands, and I always felt like I was the one motivating everyone else to do it and going, right, we're going to practice at my house, and it's going to be this time, and then, and then they'd always be late. I'd be waiting around for them to get there, and then it's like, well, I booked us some gigs, and then they'd moan that the gigs aren't good, and uh, I'd be like, well, you guys booked some then, and then uh, the last band I was in was really. I didn't, yeah, it was really great, and it was just me and my friend Graham, and that was it. But uh, that was really good fun, and we, we really pushed it and really enjoyed the music that we were doing. And when it stopped, I was like, I can't form another band and just go in with people who are going to be lazy again. And actually, I'd quite like to do something where I don't have to rely on anyone else turning up on time, or, you know, uh, you know if, if I book a gig and it's bad, I'll just got myself to blame on fine so I kind of started doing stand- I've done a couple of stand-up gigs as like just a, a, a experiment to see if I liked it just to, so I could always say I did stand-up once and I unexpectedly enjoyed it more than I thought and then I just uh, so when the band stopped I just kind of started I threw myself into stand-up not thinking this would be my job but just thinking I'll do this for a while until I get a better idea because I didn't know I, I didn't go to university so I didn't have a full back after <laughs> the band stopped so I thought I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just do comedy for a bit and then I'll get a better idea one day and then it just kind of I just, the more I learned and the more I got better at it the more I enjoyed it and wanted to do it and, and uh, yeah I guess it took about a year and a half for me to be like I want to do this as a job It's the, I've not enjoyed anything as much as this but you know I think you have to get good at something before you have to at least feel comf- comfortable and confident in it before you go yeah I, I want to do this or you look forward to going to work you know? some, uh, some lads there one of them sliding down the banister it's a Saturday night in Auckland. We're going to see some comedy. They're going to be your audience, really. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell them why the sound suddenly changed? Yeah, yeah. So know. Why we changed location? Please we changed location because people have started to arrive for the next show, which I fear is the show that I'm a part of. And um, <laughs> some of the uh, local uh, drunk lads have found that there's a working organ in the corner and have started playing it, even though they blatantly possess no musical talent whatsoever. And they're playing it over and over again. And I hate them. <laughs> Recommendations for the, the festival? Oh, it's not, that's not long left, is there? Uh, Marcus is doing his show, Marcus Birdman. Um, um, I don't know if Mickey D has... Another week left. If he has, I should go and see him. Um, I don't know what other shows are on, to be honest. Um, I, know, I know my friends' shows, essentially. <laughs> um, go see my mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, comedy heroes or influences? Who, who did you? Who influenced you and made you think? Actually, I'm going to go have a go at this. So I can say I've done oh, stand-up. The ones who made me think I'm going to have a go were um, um, Eddie Izzard and Ross Noble because they both made me realise you can talk about anything you want. Um, the comics I liked before that were all very observational and I didn't think I could do observations and then when I realised you could go on and just talk about a film you've seen or you could talk about, you know, tell a story I started doing stand-up because I thought that that looks like fun um, although I've started doing observations since now there's a bell chiming in the back this is a comedy podcast because we, we're so good at finding that more local drunk people just swinging from a bell tower <laughs> Hey, I'm Pex, and you're listening to the Keeping Up With NZ podcast. Wow! We're back. 
See, it's magic. We're back here uh, with Pax Magically and... Magically transported. <laughs> they haven't on a le- magic carpet. They haven't <laughs> left. They haven't, oh, I like it. I like the reference. Uh, they haven't left, luckily. Uh, so we're back here with uh, um, Pax and uh, Jermaine Ross. Um, Shall we talk about influences? Uh, did you... What, what uh, comedy heroes do you have? I, Me, personally, I... Oh, man, I feel bad, but... I don't, I don't really watch comedy a hell of a lot. <laughs> like, I'm just not... I don't know. I just... I'm not like a comedy geek. Like I just like if it's on TV, oh yeah, cool, and I'll see it. And uh, I like, but growing up as a kid, I used to watch like you know all the all the black comedians in the states, like Chris Rock and like the Kings of Comedy. Mm. And but then when I was a kid, I was like watching Billy T. James and not understanding any of his material, <laughs> but just thinking it was funny because he just spoke funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was about it. But yeah. Oh, what about um, Pax? <laughs> It's kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's cliche to say it, but probably Eddie Murphy. Um, because that was the thing when you were a kid. Like, no one, no one, because there was no YouTube and there was no, like, oh, have you seen this guy? Have you seen that guy? Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. like, who was popping off at the time? You watched. And that was the thing. So, yeah, Eddie Murphy, I watched both his specials. And both his specials I watched with my grandfather because I knew that was the only person I could watch it with because anyone else would be disgusted that I'm watching them. <laughs> and my grandfather was the only one who couldn't understand English in my family. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I would, I would always watch it with my granddad, and he would just be chilling, like clipping his toenails or something. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> watching Eddie Murphy, and every now and then, every now and then, I'd turn around when Eddie Murphy like swore or something. I'd turn around to my granddad to make sure he didn't like pick up on it. But never, he never did. He never did. <laughs> Actually, one time there was a time where I was watching it, and then um, he, I hear my granddad go ah, and I turned around. And he actually gone too deep with the nail clipper. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> a slight panic. Yeah, I was just like, "Oh great, he, he picked up on it." Um, so, though you didn't, what what made you get into comedy? What was the origins for you? How did you uh, accidentally step on stage and start telling funny stories? Well, I remember, like, yeah, I remember thinking at, at like high school, I was like, "Oh, I'm so funny." Mm. Um, but you know, I was just like, seeing like it was super hard to do, like ridiculously hard to even get into it, and so. <clears throat> I was only yeah a few years ago. I had a friend of mine, and he was like, he was re- he's a comedy geek. Like he's like watches everything, and he's like, oh, we gotta, bro, me and you should do stand up. And I said, all right, and I signed up, <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was pretty much it. Um, but it was kind of, and oh, everyone hates this movie. Everyone thinks it's a terrible movie, and you guys probably do as well. But um, funny people. So when I saw no, that no, movie, that's that's really, that's yeah, yeah. But when I saw that film, I saw, I was like, oh. These people are normal people <laughs> who are like vaguely funny in real life, and but are really funny on stage. And I was like, "Well, I'm that as well. <laughs> like, I'm vaguely funny in real life, but um, but as well, it's fictional. You know, it's not even real. But <laughs> but um, I still was like, oh yeah, that's cool.' Like, you yeah. thought you were watching a documentary? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I was like, wait a minute, Adam Sandler. I haven't even seen those movies. <laughs> like those random the dolphin one, the there. dolphin one, <laughs> the, the mermaid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> was like, <laughs> No, that was a really good movie. It's a good I, reference point, but I think a lot of people expected it to be the, like an Adam mm, Sandler film, mm, when yeah. actually it is, but it's really good. It's got a lot of um, 
life lessons kind of and also that judging <laughs> comedians is that they're always walking around like cracking jokes and mm. stuff which they're not yeah I think people freak, freaked out because it made them think and they didn't want to do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they wanted the dolphin they just wanted Adam Sandler to play his own sister you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they got it yeah they did and they got their it dream came, he, yeah. he we didn't said, even get to the end of that oh, it was, yeah. have you seen it no I didn't bother watching it I didn't bother oh, have you seen no. it Nah, I, I literally what we watched just out of curiosity because I thought I just I can't believe that they've actually made it. Nah. What was it called? Oh, wasn't it Jack and Jill? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jack and Jill. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and like De Niro was in it or something? Was no, it? Pac- it was uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino. Oh, yeah, Al Pacino falls in love. This sounds actually amazing. I need to watch this. <laughs> really bad but we had to stop because it just was so painful to watch it wasn't it (laughs) I think you should watch it actually Uh, give it a go definitely give it a go inspiration so Pax when did you first start doing comedy or when did you think wait a minute I'm going to have a go at that did Uh, you have a friend that signed you up and then he didn't bother nah I I was um, I was writing jokes since I was 14 um, because when I watched Eddie Murphy I was like I want to do that like I thought that guy was the coolest guy on the planet and I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. So I was writing jokes since I was 14. I have old joke books in my room still that I keep. It's like fart jokes, eh? Yeah, yeah, they're all like... <laughs> one joke, one joke, this is one of the jokes that I was reading a couple of days ago. It says, um... um <laughs> the title is Awkward Situations. And it goes like this. Uh, oh, hey, is... Oh, hey, that's Karen. And then it says, walk up to Karen. Hey, Karen, you're looking really um, pregnant. When is it due? And then Karen goes... I'm not pregnant, I'm just fat. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the joke. <laughs> Bro, I've written that joke too. <laughs> Everyone has written that joke. Yeah, man. That joke was on Seinfeld. We watched it the other night. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, like Kramer, Kramer goes, goes, when's it? He goes, when's it? And he went, you're pregnant. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That's the classic joke. Um, but yeah, then I just... <laughs> I killed a Sorry, kid and then I just yeah kicked a kid in the face and then screamed <laughs> no um, I don't do that um, <laughs> yeah and then when I was when I was 20 I entered the Raw Quest the Raw Quest was my first gig Mm. I just went straight, kind of like, probably like you, eh? Yeah, oh. well, I I started because well, I didn't even know the Raw Quest existed. Oh, yeah. But it was so easy to sign up. It yeah, was yeah. like, uh, hey, Scott, can I have a gig? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, come on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how <laughs> easy it was. He says, yes. Yeah, 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 that's it. Like, it was so easy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so I just entered the Raw Quest, and then that's it. And then I'd, I'd started what I'd wanted to do for ages. Job done. So yeah. it's easy. So kids, if you're listening, just email yeah. Scott. Yeah, man. And he will email back the word yes. And yeah. it'd be, yeah. it's, it's ridiculously yeah. easy. Outside of the festival, it's easy. Once the festival yeah, starts, yeah. there's no chance. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, well, in Auckland anyway, yeah, yeah, it's easy. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know about Wellington and Christchurch. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's no. Well, I know Wellington is those open mics on Mondays, so that's kind of easy there as well. Yeah. You're from from Christchurch, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Christchurch. So, yeah. what's the is the comedy scene a lot different from Auckland and Wellington? Oh, I didn't. I don't think. Well, I know when I was there, there was no comedy scene. It was. Uh, I think the only like like consistent comedy was uh, the court jesters at the court theatre. They used to do um, scared scriptless on like Friday nights, and that was just like improv comedy. And I think that was the only thing that that was around that I can uh, think of. But um, there's uh, there's uh, something. Um, Side splits comedy that happens down there now. These uh, they they run regular gigs and, and and stuff like maybe a couple of months or something like that. 
But yeah. Cool. Shall we wrap this up? For more information, go to uh, comedyfestival.co.nz mm. and ov- obviously go to keepingupwithnz.com for all the great reviews and opinions uh, of uh, me and Ingrid. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the KUWNZ podcast. It's a keepingupwithnz.com production by uh, me, Ingrid Grenard, with some of him. Mainly, mainly me. Mainly Ian Wright. All production, mainly me. No, it's not. On this one it was. Well, it's old. This one was Ian, but the rest is me. I am old. <laughs> uh, we're back next week with another podcast, which I'm not going to tell you about yet. It'll be a surprise. So make sure you like, subscribe and share. Tell your friends. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.